You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Hello and welcome everybody to The Uncommon Podcast where I am your host, Philip. Hey, I'm Ryan. Last episode, we discussed how to create victorious vision through effective goal setting. Uh, specifically setting identity-based goals, which led to a long-term transformation. Today, we're going to give you maybe a tool, uh, maybe a resource to be able to walk through even what you're thinking out there. Listeners, all you amazing listeners. Just crushing it. Just crushing it. Here's what I would say. I want to start this with this. So this is kind of like a part two of the last one. I had a friend one time. um, He was eating Dairy Queen. Like, this is a true story. He was eating Dairy Queen. We were out of town for business. You never eat well when you're out of town. So don't judge me. <laughs> we're both eating it. And he looks up at me as he's taking this big old bite. And he was like, I want to weigh 185 pounds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and like, immediately I was like, "Ugh!" like, dude, you have uphill goals, downhill decisions. Huh. Like, you'll never make it. That'll never happen for you, man. And your credibility now that you said that is like lower in my mind because you're eating a Dairy Queen (laughs) and what you're going to say to yourself is like, it'll start tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that'll never happen. Like, and I was like, Hey man, I love you, but you need to know, like I have also had those thoughts of guilt (laughs) as I'm eating this Dairy Queen, (laughs) same as you. The difference is I will never verbalize it when I'm doing something so backwards or Mm. opposite of what I just said. Now, if I was eating a salad or he was eating a salad and said, Hey, I want to weigh 185 pounds. You know what I'd say? No, I get it. Like you, your actions are speaking up or, or in line with your ultimate goal. And, and I, I get that. Like, I feel like you have a little bit more credibility. And so my point in saying all this is like, you have to have actions And we like to say systems Mm -hmm. around your actions. And so what you are trying to achieve is obtainable. And again, there's sometimes where you're just like, I'm eating the Dairy Queen. And then maybe saying like, this isn't helpful to my goal, but today is the day it's a cheat day or whatever it is. (laughs) Like I have a good buddy and he has one day cheat day. It's Saturday. And like he goes nuts, but every other day he's dialed in. And so on Saturday, dude, we're going to rock. You know, like if we, if we hang out, we're going to, do you think there's an element of undoing the hard work that he's put in place through that cheat day? For Is sure. Is it like one step forward, three backwards? or For sure. But he knows that it's not sustainable for him not to have a cheat day. Hmm. And so he would like burn out maybe? Yeah, he'd burn out. And I don't, again, like he eats like cinnamon rolls and <laughs> whatever he wants to eat yeah. that day. He just has one day. And so maybe on Thursday... He looks at his meal and says, hey, I want to eat that. Uh, but he's like, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait till Saturday. So it gives him a little bit something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And also, he's been doing this for years. Okay. 
So to me, yeah, there's probably some of that, but there's also some longevity and sustainability that he creates with that. Um, And I would never, like this guy's dialed in. Like he could whip my buns. And everybody the results else. speak for themselves. Yeah, so I I really don't know, but but I don't I don't I don't know if I think negatively when he mm-hmm. starts hammering a cinnamon roll because he's like today's my cheat day. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, and then maybe you can even ask him the history of that, like how long has this been going on? Like, well, this is my first day, and it's a cheat day. You know, like okay, <laughs> starting off. You great. have uphill uphill yeah. goals, downhill decisions, man. So anyway, so today we want to give you goals. Honestly, I'm sure everybody's heard this tool before these are not new ideas these aren't new ideas but we do hope that you know people can use these and i've used them i know ryan's used them to try to kind of hone in things on top of what we just podcast last week um and just these identity-based goals thinking through that so let's go through just quick recap of what we talked last week ryan and then we'll jump into the actual specific thing that we want to talk about yeah so like you mentioned i mean we touched on our six pillars And really, Victoria's vision is the pillar that this topic aligns with the most, but it really will feed into all the others as you're trying to improve and get better. And so, yeah, we talked about core values, which we do often. If you're going to create an identity-based goal, then core values are a great place to start because you're going to know who you are and what's most important to you. So if your goal is devotion as as a father, that's one example we gave, but your always gone out with the boys and you're not having time with your wife and kids and something's out of kilter there. So, um, yeah, creating identity based goals from your core values. One of the examples we gave is the, uh, the goal of running a marathon versus an identity based goal of, I want to become a runner and just how you can have the goal to run a marathon and complete it. But oftentimes people are left with that letdown or that question mm-hmm. of now what? So they either have to go, they either are done right there or they got to go back to the drawing board and create a new, bigger, better goal. Whereas if their goal is just to be a runner, then training and running for a marathon is really just part of the system of them transforming their their identity into a runner. And they can run a marathon and finish it and they can never do another one or they can start training immediately after. But what you will see is that they continue to run. That's a part of their life. So creating an action plan and then sharing that with somebody for accountability. We thought those were two things that were huge, uh, maybe takeaways from the last podcast. Uh, so now we're going to kind of work through some things to help you think through them. And we just, just create smart goals. Yep. Those are the things that uh, we kind of like. Obviously, each one of these has its own meaning, but be specific, be measurable, be obtainable, important, uh, be relevant, and be time-specific. What time frame are you giving yourself to achieve the goal? So these are always good, especially when somebody even that you know is like, hey, this is what I want. Like kind of run them through that gauntlet. Yep. And even run yourself through you know, your own specific ones through this gauntlet. But I think you have to make sure that their identity, they're coming out of your core values. Mm-hmm. That's first. Now let's get them even more specific um, which is our first one. So uh, an ineffective goal is like, I want to get in better shape. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah, right. Uh, then why, why aren't we? <laughs> yeah, right. So why is it an ineffective goal? It's undefined. It's not measurable, not time specific. Uh, the, the, the use of the word want instead of will doesn't really empower. Um, and a SMART goal, 
I will use the run app to train daily so I can run and complete my first marathon by next September. Now we're talking, right? It has all those things. The specific part of it is like you're using the Nike run app to train daily measurable. You're going to run a marathon. That's kind of your end goal. It's obtainable, giving yourself months to train instead of two weeks, which let's be honest, we've all done. (laughs) Uh, It's relevant slash realistic. Reflect on your core values. Hopefully physical fitness and health are important to you. And then it's time specific. You have a defined window of time to work towards your achieving goal. So that's a really helpful thing in like anything. Like we even wrote a book for Uncommon Wealth Partners and in it has these specific, measurable, obtainable, relevant, time-specific for finances. Mm-hmm. And that's the fun part for me. It's always like, yeah, it's specific, but like measurable. It's super encouraging when you start seeing traction towards a goal going the right direction. I think that just kind of gets, one, you more motivated, two, gets you more excited. And like how many days does it take to like – develop a habit do you know i think it's typically 60 is what i've heard 60 good um and so how can you like celebrate the smaller wins here's what i would say with all of this for me and goals i'm like super disciplined when i'm dialed in for example i'm not gonna have sugar for lent for 40 days or something like Mm. that um goes great until i have one granular sugar in my mouth and i'm like Let's have nine, all out the nine cookies. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it's not about like how disciplined you can be. It's like how quick can you recover after a failure? Mm, that's good. That to me is the key. Yep. And it's the key of health to me because it's like we all are going to be trip tripping. Yeah. You'll have setbacks. We'll have sure. setback. Are you tripping backwards or are you tripping kind of forward? Um, to me, that is key. And then maybe even having a system of like, hey, when I mess up, what is going to be your system or process that you go through to get you back on like, okay, that happened, but it's not over. Um, I feel like we all need to go through AA class (laughs) (laughs) Uh, in a way. Like we all kind of have our own addictions, if you will. Yeah, our vices. And vices. And to me, that's a really cool thing of like, yeah, I've been free for 24 days or something. You know, like they have kind of a clock that they have been sober for this long. Well, Mm. isn't it true? Like we all kind of have our own vices and like, we probably should be calculating that, but also not get discouraged when we fall. So anyway, what are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I think it's having, again, going back to even like the Nike run smart goal. The only thing that I would even, as we were talking, would probably add to it is just factoring in the identity part at the beginning. So I will become a runner by, and then you say the goal, or I will be a, a man who invests in my overall health mm-hmm. by doing these things. So again, just getting your identity in there. Cause I think it's, it's so powerful. The, the things we believe and say about ourselves, we can say things like, I'm not the type of person who does this, or I'm really bad at this. And it's like, we've already kind of lost the battle there so that's why we promote having a practice of like affirmations and visualization and we go back to the muhammad ali famous quote like i am the greatest he even said like i said that about myself before i knew i was so when you're coming up with goals and when you're affirming the person that you want to be it's okay if you're not that person yet you're Mm -hmm. you're casting vision for who you want to become it's okay to say you're the greatest even when you're not 
that's what you're if you're truly intent on like working towards that right but i liked what you shared of just showing yourself grace right because yeah we're all gonna fall and it's like how do you pick yourself back up that's gonna develop grit and perseverance and that's very invaluable yeah yeah and i think it's important for yourself and credibility wise to like i want to be the greatest at something well you haven't uh, you haven't practiced that ever (laughs) and i don't see that you're practicing that and so like let's say Muhammad Ali is like I'm the greatest and he like kept eating potato chips on the couch like hmm you have uphill goals downhill decisions man yeah uh and so that's funny too I think there's a generational thing too cuz like you're all about these affirmations and I'm not saying they're bad but I don't don't know if I put as much like what's the word emphasis yeah on them like oh it's just what happened like I don't know like <laughs> but I think there's there's probably some truth to probably both, right? I will become this. I'm not that yet. My thing has always been like, I will become this. Well, why haven't I been there yet? What has been my obstacles? And so I'm just like, listen, I want that. And like, hey, today I need to make a one step closer to becoming that. Mm-hmm. That's the way my mind is. I feel like younger generations don't have that. And I I love it, actually. I think it's great how we're different. Um, but Today, I want to prove to myself that I want this and I'm willing to sacrifice in order to get it. Yeah. And the more you do that, for example, rowing for me, rowing has become one of those things where I wanted an efficient workout. And I was like, what is the most efficient workout I can get? I did my research. I was thinking like mountain climbing. You know, have you seen those big machines that you like? Oh, yeah. It's like, I was like, ooh, that's actually probably a better workout. But it was too big. So the second thing I thought was rowing. And they say that you exercise 86% of your body. Hmm. So I was like, listen, I'm going to buy it. Um, And like everyone's bought exercise equipment before. Like, let's just be honest. And it's all collected dust or it ends up being a great clothes hanger for dirty clothes or whatever. Or clean clothes. You hang up your dirty clothes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't talk about that. Uh, So, but anyway, I bought this machine and it was expensive, candidly. Now I got it used so it wasn't as expensive, but no matter what, I was thinking to myself, it's only expensive in the absence of using it. For me, it ended up being life-giving and I used it a lot. And I wasn't going to say like, I'm going to be the best rower, right? Like, no, it just came as like, no, today I'm going to row. And then over the course of that, then I made that goal of like, I want to roll 1 million meters during a year. And then now I've done it for a second year, I'm, or I'm doing it for a second year. Because after my first goal got achieved, I was just kind of like, well, now what? Yeah, <laughs> so, a letdown. So not, yeah, a letdown. But to me, like that exercise equipment has proven to myself, like I could be a rower. So much so that I've kind of looked into like, okay, what would it look like to do this on a real water? There you go. You know, yeah. I'd catch a crab, if you know, you know, uh, and I'd probably be flung out of the boat. But it would be a good memory. And I've done enough work that I feel like confident enough to be like, I think I could be a rower. Yeah. Does that make sense? So I almost have to, for me, prove to myself that I'm going to be that person instead of like, I want, I will be that. Well, I will be the greatest golfer in the world. Well, when's the last time you golfed, Ramsey? Yeah. Not so much, you know, yep. uh, or I'll, I will be an amazing disc golf putter. Okay. Maybe, but like, I haven't practiced putting for yep. disc golf at all. I just go out and I play and decent and just keep missing putts. But like, when is it so much so that I I've uncomfortable enough to make a decision and these smart goals around that to really hone my craft and start measuring results. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, a lot to talk through, but yeah. 
Tell me what your thoughts. No, I think that's important distinction to make. Like the affirmation, whether you use them or not. And I just think of them as I am statements. So, I mean, you look to God's word and there are plenty of I am statements and things that I claim as far as like who I am in Christ. And again, like I don't always walk that out. And so even for me using those affirmations like reminds me of who I truly am, not who the world says I am and can even be used to like, oh, I need to, my, it's not reflecting my actions in this right. area. So right. I need to get back to who I Which am. Which is so powerful. The affirmation certainly cannot be disconnected to the effort, I guess mm-hmm. is, is a way to kind of sum yeah, it up. Yeah. And I think the affirmations of what God's affirmating you is never bad. Does that right, make sense? Right. Like, and I feel like I need to do that more. And I think a lot of people need to do that more, especially with anxiety and depression in this day and age. Like, no, you're a child of God, yeah. you know, like made in his image. What? Yeah. You know, that changes things. Uh, and so for those who understand who Christ is and died for the like they have eternal salvation, like we, yeah. So how can I fail today? Well, you can't really, you know, because yeah. if that's the truth and that's ultimate eternity, what's today mean? Yeah. You know, anyway, there's a lot going on there, but for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're certainly not saying like, yeah, just chant these affirming mantras and make a vision board and then just like sit in your room and wait. It's like, no, no you're going right. to like use that as a catalyst to get up and then put in the effort. Like Muhammad Ali, most people didn't see the thousands of hours he spent training in the boxing ring before he stepped in the match, but you can bet that he he was doing it. So yeah, yeah. He he backed up what he said. Hey, Ryan here, taking a quick break from the episode to share an exciting announcement. Early bird registration for the fraternity is now open till May 31st. If you would like to learn more and apply, visit theuncommon.com slash membership. Once you pay, you'll fill out a brief survey and schedule an onboarding call with yours truly. After your onboarding call, you're in. So you'll start your success path that will grant you access to our exclusive online community, including our weekly calls, a library of uncommon resources, our flagship course, as well as an invitation to attend our monthly in-person get-togethers if you live in the greater Des Moines area. Think about it. For less than a dollar a day, you can invest in yourself and start designing your compelling future. Again, this early bird offer only lasts till May 31st, so apply today and take that next step on your uncommon journey. Okay, so we're still talking about SMART goals. What are some reasons why people don't set goals? Yeah, I think uh, lack of motivation. I think as we get older, we can lose our sense of wonder, our ability to dream big, just like what is the thing that like would challenge me and mm-hmm. what are, what am I capable of that? I don't even realize. Right. Um, and I think that's why surrounding yourself with people who are, are dreamers is, is very invaluable. Again, we don't all just want to sit in a circle and dream and like not do anything, but people who are dreamers and then take action. And, you know, I've, I've talked to Phil, the guys who we went and did embrace North with uh, shout out Louise and Harrison, but they're currently riding across the country on, on their bikes. So however many thousands of miles that is, they started in San Diego, they're going to Florida. And just like, and I just follow their story on, on Instagram. And I'm not one to give myself to FOMO, but I feel like a sense of just admiration, I think, sure. and like respect right. of, of in kind of like living vicariously through, you know, the videos and pictures they're posting. But I'm like, I think when you have people like that in your life, whether you follow them or they're actually like in your sphere of, of friends, 
just people who are doing big stuff and like they're not doing it for themselves they're actually raising money uh for bikes for kids which is yeah a goal bigger than themselves Um, i just think when you have people like that in your life like they motivate they inspire you and and then you're kind of like oh man what's like a big thing that i could do right you know right i love that and it's it's great and here's something like i love the story in the bible of joseph his coat and that whole story i love it but like we can read it in 15 minutes and we get the highlights. What we don't really feel is the time when he's in prison yeah. or when, he, when he's in that pit and his brothers just threw him down there. Like we don't feel that. Does that make sense? Like we can see these, you know, Luis and Harrison and we see the, the, yeah, the highlights. I, I like, but what we don't see is like that monotonous pedaling one foot over the other. Yeah. And like what a perfect representation of our life. Like, there's times where it's just going to be like a, a grind, a grind. And I think this is why we have the uncommon is because we want to shake people out of the grind and we want to show people and for ourselves, this is why we created it ultimately is that we need help mm-hmm. to try to like pull ourselves up and like, see like we have such a great opportunity to do things that's bigger than ourselves, to be able to pour into not only a cause bigger than ourselves, but the people in our lives mm-hmm. that are like, excited to be there. Like, just think about your boys and like, think about my kids. And, uh, we just celebrated May Day. Do you do May Day baskets? Uh, I mean, if, if my wife makes them, then yeah, yeah. my kids will go okay. put them on our neighbors. Well, uh, I've kind of made it a tradition that I try to do May baskets for oh. our kids. And, uh, my dad did that for us. And I just remember it was just a fun memory. And so yesterday <laughs> we're all around the dinner table and they're like, dad, did you get us May baskets? And I'm like, (laughs) and uh, so, but they got a lot of them. And like, it sounds like a herd of elephants because the way that we do it here in Ankeny, Iowa is you hit the doorbell and you have to run. And if somebody catches you, they have to kiss you. I don't know where this came from. I can get a little risky. (laughs) (laughs) No one ever catches them. You just ring the doorbell and stand there. I'm ready. (laughs) That's what I should have done with my wife. But, uh, I mean, Oakley and Beckham take this very serious. Like, this is like a bank robbery. Like, they hit it and they're like, go, go, go. You know, so it's so cool. Yeah. Anyway, so last night, I'm like, Philip, step it up. You know, like, this is, <laughs> we're not going to let this down. I bought $60 worth of, like, stuff and just uh-huh. poured this, like, I had this huge, three buckets and poured them out. Anyway, so right when they got home from lacrosse practice, because we all know that they're in that, hmm. uh, probably around 830 they came in and they were kind of talking to Aaron. I slipped out the back and rang that doorbell. And uh, I'm telling you, I had so much fun. Like our kids were dialed in. Like one went left, one went right. Totally found me. Larray like angled a pursuit. Nailed <laughs> me. You know, like she ran pretty fast. I was pretty impressed. Nice. Uh, but for me, like that was one of those moments, right? We could have made it an average Monday. You know, let's go get ready for bed. Or you could have made it uncommon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, it took some intention. But yeah. man, the memory that we have, and I hope, because even Oakley at the end of the night was like, dude, that was the best, the best May basket I've ever And got. it was the day where you forgot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like you <laughs> totally redeemed, totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. So anyway, we're talking about smart goals, not anything to do with this, but I think it's just fun to be able to like, hey, sometimes you have to set goals and sometimes they be quick, but the time over time, the decisions you make to make yourself a better person it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Even getting back into some of the reasons why we don't set and work towards goals. So we're distracted. So our vision's clouded by 
our numerous responsibilities and commitments rather than design a you know compelling future that we want to live into we just kind of drift through life and we did a whole episode on starting with the end in mind where we wrote and shared our our you googlies our eulogies and <laughs> whether or not the things that we talk about come to fruition i mean we have a we have a big role to play in that so it's just the idea of starting with with a vision and a destination but like again not just what we want to achieve, but who we want to become and ultimately like what we want our lives to represent. And then, yeah, it's going to take a lot of effort, but it's worth it. Sure is. And then we're uninspired. So we're just, again, kind of that first point, we're not surrounding ourselves with highly motivated, high performing people. So there's that saying, like you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, like who is in your inner circle? Um, Who's inspiring you and who are you inspiring? Because we should, we should be aspiring to inspire. There you go. And then uh, fear of failure. So we've all set goals before and we've all failed at goals. And it's really easy to just kind of feel like, well, why should I do it again? I didn't I didn't reach it last year. We're not talking about coming up with your next New Year's resolution. We're talking about right. what is something that truly is important to you right. and what is the system you can create to work towards. I'm going to speak to the system quick. Yeah. So I've tried New Year's resolutions time and time again. Failure, failure, big fat failure. Yep. But... What I've done, and when I started the whole, um, well, I started this when I was 40, and I was like, I want to row 1 million meters on my rowing machine, and I didn't start it in January 1st. I started it November 17th, which is my birthday. There you go. So, And I like crumble cookies, if you need to know. (laughs) Uh, Don't buy those for me. But uh, So that's what I started, and that was a game changer, Ryan, because I knew that I had one year to complete it, and there was a reason why, and it meant something to me. Hmm. Totally different, small little switch, but it made a way big impact. Yeah. Uh, and then this year, I'm now 41, and I was like, what can I do? Should I up that rowing meters, or should I... I was thinking through that, and I was like, yeah, I could. But my biggest fear is that I would do one that's not realistic. So one of the smart ones, it's yeah. not realistic. And then I would be discouraged back to that. And it's like, it's way more important for me to continue this momentum and not be discouraged. So I added 2,600 pull-ups this year Yeah, uh, and just added it. I wanted to do the million meters, so I'll build off of that, but I wanted to keep that million meters and I wanted to add to that, you know, uh, 2,600 pull-ups. And you think like, oh my gosh, he's so amazing. No, it's 50 a week, 10 a day, not hard. Yeah. But it's What's the something. worst that can happen? It's not like you're going to pull your neck or anything. Yeah, last week that happened. I was doing my max. Pull-ups. But did you give up? No, no. no but I did give up for a couple of days because this I was like, my neck smart. is tweaked. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but so things like that is just keep kind of adding. But the failure, the fear of fail, failure was big in my high. And that small tweak of thinking through like, hey, I'm not going to do a New Year's resolution. Those haven't worked. Let's tweak it to this right. and then let's do it. So it's been working. This is year one and a half of this kind of switch and it's been working for me. So yeah. And real quick, just kind of last point on the whole failure thing. Like, I think I shared this in the eulogy episode, but like when I think of of failure, it's more so like failing to try things. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to get to the end of my life and say like, because of a fear of failure, I didn't push myself. I didn't ever try to level up or see. I think it's good to, it can be good to fail. And it's like, you hear the term fail forward, just like push yourself you may achieve it, you may not. And if you don't, then you just reassess like, mm-hmm. and you set, you tweak it like you did, or you, you set a completely different goal, but mm-hmm. just realizing like, if you learn from failure, then you didn't really fail. So, right. 
Okay, statistics. I like these. Eighty-four uh, percent of people don't set goals. Lame. Come on, guys. Thirteen percent of people do set goals, and I love that this adds up to a hundred. <laughs> I uh, like when it doesn't. <laughs> I get like what, and, and I like two percent of people didn't finish the survey. Yeah, <laughs> and three percent of of people achieve their goals. So obviously, at the uncommon, we want to be one of those uh, uncommon people. Feel like the most uncommon thing on that statistic is to achieve your goals. Yeah, <laughs> be in the three. Be in the three, baby. And bear in mind that eighty-eight percent of all statistics are made up. So <laughs> is that even true? But there is uh, some power around things you can do when you create goals. So goal success increases to twenty percent when you write down your goals. Obviously, it's not enough to just write it down. You need to be like looking at it, <laughs> reflecting yeah. on it. Post a sticky note to your bathroom mirror, just wherever you'll see it on your computer desktop. Uh, the success rate increases to 42% when you, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm jumping ahead of myself when you regular, <laughs> when you regularly read and reflect on your goals. So yeah. And then that success jumps from 42 to 76 for those who follow a specific action plan, which we're going to provide a template for. And then even like when you share your goal, uh, have accountability are there part of go. community. Yeah. And that's something that we have been creating over the past six months with the fraternity is just a community of men that um, we don't just want to learn and take in information, but we want to implement and we want to hold each other accountable and, and push each other to, to greatness. Right. So let's talk through this quick. So the uncommon is kind of our experiences that we have uh, for people, just like our one kind of retreat kind of things. The V fraternity is the thing that we have like an ongoing community yep. of guys who are trying to achieve things that are probably bigger than themselves and they want to be held accountable. They want to be having a group that they know, like, and trust that they can reach out to and fall, you know, here's what's going on. Uh, share conundrums, yeah. if you will. We all got them. that. <laughs> all right. So things to consider, questions to consider when setting a goal. Does your goal align with your core values? If yes, how? If no, how can you reframe the goal so it does align? And if you don't know your core values, let's start there. Boom. Probably need to do that. In what specific ways do uh, you believe of working towards those goals will help you grow? That's important. Yeah. Because, again, if they're not aligned with the core values, it's kind of a litmus test, if you will. Um, and how do you feel after achieving this goal? How will working towards these goals benefit those around you? So maybe make it about somebody else, like I shared. Like when I fast for myself and things about that, it's a little harder for me Versus like me, I'm fasting for this person here because they're in need. That's way easier for me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can I, I want to say something quick on that point yeah. of like, how does personal growth benefit those around me? And I think, I think this is a challenge that a lot of men run into when they are thinking about just kind of leveling up, improving their lives, whether it's a lot of times it's in their health and fitness, but maybe it's even like joining a group of accountability and just working towards improvement. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe it's because of the time or the money or yeah, it could even be like going on a retreat, having time away from my wife and my kids. And that can bring up a feeling of guilt. But I think when we can reframe that as how is, how does me making this, whether it's a financial investment or investment of time and energy, how is it actually going to help me show up better as a husband, as a father, as a friend in my work, just yeah. overall as a man and a leader? Because it, it can and it, it will if you allow it. So mm -hmm. I just think that's important it's good. to kind of maybe set somebody free of that 
fear, that fear, that feeling of like, I don't, I can't be selfish. I can't take time for myself because I just have to give and give and give and I've got to work so hard to provide. But like, if you're not first in pouring into you, it's like, what do you even have to to give? Yeah, that's good. Here's, I think the follow-up with those, these two things. Uh, You probably have some thoughts. I have one. How about we'll start with Ryan's thoughts and I'll finish mine with my ultimate like. I think that was kind of my, my last thing really was just reframing this whole conversation around when I improve myself, then I can show up better in all the other areas uh, in my life. And I, I am a better husband. I am a better, better father. So it's not, it's not a selfish thing. Yeah. Good. So this is what I would say. This is what I'm kind of imploring and, and like asking of people. If you're listening to this and see like, man, this is a community I might want to be a part of. You can be a part of this. Yeah. We have open kind of conversations with how you can kind of get plugged in with the fraternity or the uncommon. If you want kind of an experience uh, to be a part of, we're right here for you to help uh, just kind of help you become the man you want to be or woman. Uh, we don't really have that side of the <laughs> ledger. Not yet, down the road. But the fraternity <laughs> is open and you can get plugged into this calls and, and people with, with that really share one, the, I think the faith is important. Uh, and then also to want to become better with relationships, have things that they want to deal with and be intentional at work. They have health goals, whether it be mind, emotional, or physical health. Yeah. They want to be good stewards of what they've been given. Uh, they want to be casting awesome vision that are based on their core values. Um, and so th- there's a community for you. Reach out, uh, go to our website, www.theuncommon.com. You can sign up with Ryan and just kind of talk through, hey, this is where we're at. This is or this is where I'm at. This is what I'm kind of looking for and see if we can get you plugged in. So that's really all we got. But I like talking through this identity-based goals and thinking through this because one, we have a lot of opportunity just to impact those around us, even if it's just our family. So being uh, intentional with how you do this, how you go about this and holding people accountable for those things, it's, it's powerful. So that's what I got. Yeah. Send us out. Well said. Yeah, we have a, a link in our show notes that will actually let you get a free downloadable PDF that will um, talk through core values and then even just identify identifying what are those identity-based goals and then the systems that you need to put in place to achieve worthwhile goals and transformation. I've been your host, Ryan. And I've been Philip. Thanks for listening to the show. We will see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to The Uncommon Podcast. If you have benefited from our show, I would ask you to follow, rate, and review, and share our show. And be sure to check out our website at theuncommon.com, where you can learn more about our mission, sign up for one of our live experiences, and take advantage of many resources that will empower you on your uncommon journey.